Jealousy? Dun dun dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, I do want to thank everybody for checking out my social media, for subscribing to YouTube, listening on Anchor. You guys have been great. I really appreciate the support. If you do want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, you can do so at youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. Of course, Twitter account is at fightjunkie.com, and you can listen to me on anchor.fm. So, what is this episode about? Well, basically, it's about those jealous, jealous, jealous people out there. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I mentioned it in one of the previous podcasts when I was doing a pre-fight or a post-fight thought on one of the fights. And I had mentioned that the betting community is a really micro-niche community. And I've spoke about this a little bit before. But like I said, for those of you who don't know, I've been around the game a very long time. And through all the different platforms out there, I've communicated with people. And one thing I tended to realize is that people can be very petty. They can get into quote-unquote pissing matches. And this was done between cappers who are all very, very highly skilled. I don't take anything away from any of them. It's just they tend to have this huge ego about them. And so I realized right away that was you know, going to be an issue. And so early on when I was dealing with that, it wasn't on my own platform. So there wasn't much I could do about it. But you start to build relationships with certain cappers. And sometimes you're closer to others than you are to other people. But overall, I try to treat everybody with respect for their knowledge and what they're able to do and for taking the time to, you know, give people opinions and do the research that they've done. And sometimes we disagree and that's okay. Like I said, a lot of times that helps because I could be researching one fight and you're researching another. And then you talk to me about this and I talk to you about that. And then maybe I can get on some action that you did the work for. Or maybe you can get on some action that I did the work for. But it tended to always come down to certain people picking on other certain people. And when I say people, I mean cappers. And there was one specifically that got picked on all the time. And I'm going to give him a shout out here because he is on my forum. He's been around a long time. He's one of my boys. I appreciate everything he does. I appreciate his knowledge. I appreciate that he interacts with people. And he's very open-minded. But I call him Big. So Big, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, my man. You're my boy. I appreciate you. Uh, Thanks for all your contributions, for being a great supporter. And uh, I hope we have another 10 years in us. But anyway, he was a longtime guy that I... uh, communicated with he was part of the capping community long before i created mine and we just gravitated towards one another and then like i said there was a hardcore group of us and we always posted our picks and we always talked about it and we talked about our unit we talked about everything when it came to combat sports and basically this was boxing at that time and i noticed that every time he was posting his plays or every time he was coming back in with post-fight thoughts and this was through written form in a a forum setting that some of the cappers had this um, ganging up mentality on him and they would always criticize every single thing the guy said or did. It didn't matter what it was. And I took notice of it, but, you know, at the same time, I'm trying to keep the peace. And in the beginning, I really didn't, you know, jump into anything. I was just kind of noticing it. After a while, it got a little extreme and I was like, seriously, what, what is this about? 
Why does this keep going on? And so when I created my own community and those guys came over to that community, right away I laid down the rules that was not going to happen. And that was one of the reasons the community was so awesome and so great when it was at its peak is that these guys knew it wasn't going to happen. If you wanted access to all that valuable, invaluable information, then you were going to have to play by the rules. And what were the rules? The rules were simple. You don't need to come in and talk in your trash. This is not a competition between cappers. This is cappers versus books. And I've always looked at it that way. And I can't honestly understand why... Everybody doesn't look at it that way. It seems the people that I gravitate towards that have really good relationships with online think exactly that same way. Like we are always happy, so happy when other cappers win. And sometimes that means I've lost. So for this example I'm using with Big, maybe I'm on uh, Joshua going to the cards and he sees Joshua knocking Povekin out. Okay, if I lose, I lose anyway. If big wins and I lose, then I'm happy for big. It takes nothing away from me. I may have miscapped it. Maybe it was just a throwaway bet. Maybe it was a toilet bet. Whatever the reason, big winning does not affect me, right? I should have already been in there, had the right spot. I miscapped it. I threw away my money. I flushed it down the toilet. Whatever happened, happened. So, of course, I want somebody else in the community to win. I don't want us all to lose. That wouldn't make sense, right? But these people have this idea that it's me against big. I would never, ever think that way, and I never have. Before my own community, after my own community, right now in 2018, I don't think that way. I think of us as a group of people that are working together, exchanging knowledge, trying to beat the books. And I think that's the best way to look at it. I never understood why they wanted to attack one another. And this still goes on to this day. And some of these guys are the exact same guys. Like, are you guys going to do this until you've got one foot into the grave? Until you're just dead and buried? You're just going to keep this, this pissing contest going on between each other about how great of a capper you are versus how great of a capper they are, how much money you win versus how much money they win, how you're so much more knowledgeable than they are about this guy or this sport. It is utter ridiculous garbage. It absolutely, it, it accomplishes nothing. In fact, it's, it's just a downer. And that's why I wanted to do this uh, podcast episode. It's not just about capping, but I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about with people that have this jealousy about them. All they do is project negativity. Like they're, in my opinion, they're super insecure. They're insecure about their abilities. So if we're talking about the capping aspect, you're insecure about your capping abilities. It's that simple in my opinion. Either you're insecure about your skills, you're insecure about how much you actually are able to bet and win consistently, you're insecure about how big your bankroll is, you're insecure about how many things you have as far as like materialistic compared to other people. You are just an insecure person. So you project negativity onto other people. And I think it's misguided because from the hardcore people I know in the community, most of those people would not like to play that game. They would rather band together, commute, uh, 
communicate, create a nice community, and then whoop the books because that's the whole goal, right? Now, I can see books versus cappers, of course. The books are setting the lines. The books are limiting action. The books tell you what you can bet, what you can't bet. They're setting totals. So it is a kind of a competition between us and the books, and I don't have any problem with that. And I still don't go out of my way to like just talk you know, smack about the books. There are some books and people within books that I don't like but normally I don't name them. The only people that know who I'm talking about know because they've experienced the same thing and we're all in the same community so they know who they are. But other than that, I just don't go out you know, broadcasting on my podcast or social media about how terrible they are all the time. So it was just curious to me that mindset. You can choose to have a great community of people that get together, that exchange valuable knowledge, and then go and make money off that knowledge. Or you can sit there and talk smack back and forth about each other, about how you're not really doing this, or you really didn't get those odds. I mean, it was some of the most petty stuff that you guys couldn't believe. And these are the same people, mind you. That would constantly and consistently claim that they're betting multiple thousands of dollars on online books on every single fight, large or small, and consistently winning. When I know for a fact that is not true, especially if you're talking about U.S. based, especially in the time frame we're talking, the time period, that is not true because I myself have had my online accounts limited to $50 bets bets. Why? Because I won consistently. That's one of the reasons I say it's very, very difficult to make a good online living betting combat sports because as soon as you start to win consistently, they will limit you. There's many stories about them freezing accounts with thousands, if not tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars in online accounts because these things are based in islands someplace that you've never heard of. So there is a real risk to that. And I've mentioned that before, but I didn't go out of my way to say, hey, wait a minute, guys, how are you doing this magical $5,000 bet on ESPN Friday night fight line and I can't get a $50 bet in? I didn't do that. Why? Because to me, it was not a competition. To me, it was not about calling people out. If that's what they wanted to say, who knows? Maybe somehow they slipped it through. Like I said, I know tips and tricks to get things done, but I wasn't going to sit there and have a conversation and go back and forth about it. Do I really think they were going to say, oh yeah, I'm lying. I'm just saying that. I'm just trying to make myself out to be a bigger capper than I am. Of course, they're not going to say that. So what's the point? It was a waste of energy. I valued their knowledge of being able to cap the fight. And if they wanted to say they bet a million dollars on every fight, go ahead and say you bet a million dollars on every fight. I will congratulate you for picking the winner regardless. Regardless if you bet a dollar or if you bet a hundred million dollars. I will say, man, that was good capping. Congrats, dude. Oh, I'm glad you hit. What do you think about this fight? But again, guys, I have very little ego. And that's, the, that's what separates me from a lot of people, not just in the betting community, just in general. Why do you think so many people carry this jealousy aura about them? Why do you think they project that on people who they deem to be more successful or are threatening in some way? I've experienced it since I've started the podcast. And I've got like, what, 25 
subscribers on the podcast? No joke. Which, by the way, I appreciate each and every one of you. I really do. I don't want you guys to think I'm a Debbie Downer there. I just want you to know we're growing. We're growing slowly, but I do appreciate it. Again, that's not why I created the podcast. I hope to just bring you value, and I hope to attract people that are interested in what I have to say and don't mind my mumbling and bumbling for 30 minutes every day. But I want to let you guys know I do appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. I really do. I know it takes time out of your schedule to listen to me, to subscribe, to get the notifications, and hopefully I'm not boring you to death. But I do appreciate that. But for some reason, they're threatened by me. I noticed it uh, basically as soon as we started the podcast and got a little steam going that you guys were listening to it. You were interested in it. We're having some nice communications, whether it's uh, comments on YouTube or maybe on social media. And for some reason, they feel threatening. I believe I know who these people are because, like I said, it's a micro niche community. And if you guys are out there listening and you know who I'm talking about, then I'm just asking you guys why. Why? You guys know that I know what I'm talking about. And it's okay that we disagree. And you guys know that I've always welcomed opinions and I've always welcomed you guys with open arms and nothing's changed in 2018. I hold no animosity towards you guys. I want to build that community that community that we always talked about. I want you to get you guys to be part of it. I want you guys to enjoy the videos and thumbs up them. And if you don't agree with me, that's fine too. But you don't have to go out of your way to hate. You don't have to go out of your way to troll. We don't have to get in pissy matches. The whole idea is that we come together as a community and you win money as well. This isn't just like, oh, well, we like talking about boxing, so we talk about it. Or we like talking about uh, MMA so we talk about it we're actually able to use those interactions and conversations and knowledge to put real cold hard cash in your pocket that's amazing to me it would be no different if we were like talking stocks or real estate or creating products or sales that's why I say the mentality is the same and once you flip that switch you realize all of that goes together successful people interacting with successful people who want to make more out of their lives and sometimes it's financial sometimes it's a mental health thing where you can get things off your chest and people can help you through tough times sometimes it's just about answers questions right like how do I do this you know how do I create this product how do I do this website there's so much information on the internet that you can find people People to connect with and that's all I'm saying here is hey if you want to connect with me go ahead connect with me I'm very open to it I have very little ego I'm happy to discuss stuff with you I get stuff wrong all the time I tell you guys all the time I'm not perfect don't want to be I don't want to be around anybody that thinks they are because none of us are so I just want to connect with people on the same level and try to accomplish similar goals that's really it but it always was curious to me why people went out of their way I think if you could go out of your way and project that negative jealousy towards people, you could do the same thing and flip the switch and be positive. Imagine what you could do in your life. So whatever it is that you're feeling insecure about in your life, it may not even relate to capping at all. Because obviously this is what I'm talking about because this is what the channel is generally about. But obviously people project jealousy on a lot of people. It could be because they're successful or they're in better shape or they look better or they have things that they want. There's a lot of things that people could be jealous about. But all I ask you is, why don't you try to fix things in your life that you're feeling insecure about? You know, if you're if it's your finances, 
then maybe if you worked on that aspect, and there's a lot of information out there online to help guide you. And I'm not saying just for me, I'm saying if you're having an issue financially, go look, look at the experts, look at people that have been where you are and have gotten out of that mess and then start making changes. And sometimes it's small steps and sometimes it takes a long time, but at least you're doing something to try to change your situation. And who knows how that affects the rest of your life. Maybe some of that jealousy and negativity goes away once you get out of that rut. I get things in life are very stressful. Life is not easy. I'm always telling you guys that. And you have to work hard to get what you want. And that's a lesson a lot of people don't realize, especially in 2018. Like I consider myself an old coot. So I have a little life experience. But for those of you guys out there who are just getting started, you may not realize how hard it is and how it will knock you to the ground, put its foot on your throat and keep you there. If you allow it to keep you on the ground, life will hold you down for the rest of your life. You've got to get over that and you've got to fight to get up over and over again. And that's back to a combat sports analogy. When you get knocked down, you've got to get back up or it's over. So maybe those things in your life that you're projecting negativity onto other people is simply because you're insecure or dealing with troubles in your own life. And I get that. But you've got to take proactive steps to change stuff because I can't do it for you. I'm not in your life. You, you're you the one who's in control to some degree. So if you're in control and it may be baby steps and that's okay, but you just start making those baby steps. And then I think maybe as you see things changing and becoming a little more positive in that area of your life, you may be able to project that same type of positive message out to other people. And you don't know how you're going to change somebody else's life. That's what I'm talking about when I created this podcast and I said about creating value. I even did a podcast about this. So if you're interested what my theory is on that and you want to hear a little more, look for the um, Are You Creating Value podcast. It's on YouTube. And it basically comes down to this. If I put out value, then some way, some shape or form, value is going to come back to me. And everybody's opinion of what value is, is different. And I spoke about that in the podcast, so I won't get too deep into that right now. But that's basically my theory on that, is I'm going to put out value and hopefully those subscriptions will go up because guess what? People find value in it, so they give me value back by subscribing. Hopefully my interactions and comments will go up because I'm providing value and so in exchange, they will show me value by following me on Twitter at FightJunkie.com or commenting on YouTube or listening on Anchor, that type of deal. So that's the theory. So if you start to change your life and you can be just a little more positive in that aspect and you project that positivity out to other people, how do you know? What kind of change that can make in somebody else's life? And then we're talking about a domino effect. I'm knowing I'm getting a little deep here, but just as negativity is can be a virus, positivity can be too. So you can be positive or negative, and then you're going to be surrounded by that type of environment in your life. It's funny how people that don't need money get money. People that don't need free stuff get comps. That comps in Vegas is like free stuff. So if you're a big better, they'll give you comps for stuff. They'll give you comps for rooms. They'll give you comps for shows. They'll give you comps for uh, dinners, buffets. 
And so when you're already making money, you don't really need those things, right? But because you're surrounding yourself with that environment, you're surrounding yourself in a fluency, then that stuff tends to come back. Well, it works on the flip side too. If you're being negative and surrounded with negative people and Debbie Downers all the time, then that's the environment that you're in. It kind of sucks you in and you're in this inner tornado of negativity all the time. And so you project it out and it projects right back to you. And I get it. I'm not positive all the time. Trust me, I'm not. It's always going to be a process, especially for me. I'm always trying to be just a little bit better in that aspect. Things that aren't going as quick as I want to I want them to. Things aren't as going as well as I want them to. Things aren't going exactly how I envisioned it in my mind because we screw around with ourselves with our ideas of how it's going to go. We right? we go, it's going to go A, B, C, D, E. That's just, that's just how the human mind works. Like This is how it's going to go. And then we go in there and it's like A, F. And we're like, uh, what do I do here? How, uh, that I didn't expect that. And those are the things that life throws at you. It's kind of cruel, but at the same time, it's an awesome game to play for anybody who's watching us play this game because they're constantly moving stuff and changing up the maze. And we're going, how do we figure this out? And that's the thing. That's what life is. We're, we'll talk about brick walls all the time. And that's what it comes down to. These brick walls that life throws at us, we have no choice. Like really guys, we have no choice. We've got to figure out a way, some path over, under, around left, around right, bust through it. We got to figure out some way to get over these obstacles. And so I think for those of you who are listening, who've been around with me for these decades, uh, communicating, join the, the community, have been a part of my life in some shape, way, or form, and you're still holding on to this pissy match type of attitude or me versus you type of attitude, you got to snap out of it, man. You guys are knowledgeable. You have skills. You can do whatever you want in life when it comes to this. You can make it as great as you want or as bad as you want. You can be surrounded with people like me with no egos and will gladly help you as much as I can and communicate with you as much as I can and give you as much time as I'm able to. Or you can just downplay me and my abilities and what I offer and talk smack about me and downvote the videos and say I'm not what I say I am or any of this other stuff that accomplishes nothing. Or you could just be right with me and say, hey, I want to win money. I want to be part of this community. Hey, I enjoy the fights. I want to talk about the fights. Uh, this guy's an honest cat. He'll tell me straight what he thinks. These type of things, there should be some type of value I'm providing you. And if there isn't, then I get it. You certainly don't have to follow me on Twitter. You don't have to subscribe to the YouTube. You don't have to comment. I understand 100%. I've said that many times. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. So I get that. But I'm just saying, whoever it is out there, whoever it is that you connect with, then value those relationships. And if you're not connecting with anybody, then you've probably got a problem going on. And that problem is probably you. Because there's no reason that you should just be throwing shade to everybody constantly. Somebody out there is providing some value to you. And that's one of the reasons I got onto where I locked the forum down is because a lot of value was being um, tossed out there for free to people and people were just consuming, consuming, consuming and never giving back. And there's people out there who are like that. And then they consume, consume, consume. And then when they don't like something that you've done, 
whether it was you got a pick wrong, whether it was they didn't think you got those odds, whether it was they didn't think you really bet that much, then they throw shade. Then that jealousy bug comes out and all of a sudden they get all high and mighty about, are you really doing this? Did you really do that? Did you, like I mentioned about big, this constantly happened to them. I don't know why that it started that way, if it was always that way before I got there, but when I got there, it was constantly like that. And that's just wrong. The dude is one of the coolest, honest, sweetest guys you'll ever meet. I've known this guy for a decade, over a decade. I mean, he is a cool cat. I have went and bought programs here in Vegas for fights and sent them to him. I mean, I would not just go and do that for anybody. He is a legit dude. He's a cool dude, regardless of what you think. Oh, is he the greatest capper, not the greatest capper? I personally think he's very knowledgeable, but that has nothing to do with it when you're treating a guy that's contributing and putting in his time and effort to give other people his picks, why he likes it. He would ask other people, oh, why do you like this? He's very open-minded like that, to treat him like that. But if you have that mentality, it makes total sense because all you're doing is consume, 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 and then bitch and moan about stuff that you don't like. And that's the exact same thing with the podcast. If you're going to consume, 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 and then bitch and moan about things you don't like. Now that's different from disagreeing. Like I always tell you guys, we can always disagree. It opens up my mind to things maybe I didn't know. Maybe, like I said, I'm not perfect. Maybe I totally missed an angle of a fight. Maybe I totally misrepresented how I thought somebody was. Perfect example was Spike O'Sullivan. I keep going to the back to that bastard because I really miscapped his toughness, right? On a world-class level. So it could still be there on a lower-class level, but obviously on a world-class in the David Lemieux fight, it wasn't there. But stuff like that. People can point out stuff. No, I think this. No, I think that. And what do I usually normally say? Well, I guess we'll see. That's normally my response to anything that people disagree with me about. Like, oh, I think Triple G is going to beat Canelo. And then I may have a little write-up or I may just go, oh, I guess we'll see. Because obviously I'm not a fortune teller, right? I give you guys my opinion. I give you both sides of the equation usually. And then I tell you what I think. And then I leave it up to you guys. And there's a reason I do that. The exact reason the way I cap these fights and the way I bring it to you on these podcasts is done strategically for a reason. The reason being, I never wanted it to be about me because I don't have an ego. I don't need all the accolades that say, oh man, Fight Junkie is the best ever. There's nobody that can touch this guy. I joke around with you guys when I say stuff like that. And if you're listening to me or follow me, no, I'm just kidding around. But like, I don't need that. I, I'm happy when you guys win. And if you guys want to give me credit for that and give me value for that with subscriptions or following me, that's awesome. I really do appreciate it. But it's not like I go around uh, spouting off my mouth to everybody how great I am. Before I even did this podcast, I was really just pretty much a recluse when it comes to that. Like I would give my opinions. I would give my picks. I would do that to the micro niche community. And that was pretty much it because why I really do it in real life. So I don't need anybody's accolades because that's not going to change what I really bet. It's not going to change my bankroll. It's not going to change if I win or lose. I actually do it. So I'm not looking for a social media icon that says best ever, best ever, best ever. 
because that doesn't pay my bills. So I do this for a living, so it's a little bit different. A lot of people are looking for that praise constantly. And I think that's where that jealousy comes in because they want to be considered by all their peers and everybody else, regardless if they really know what they're talking about or not, as the best in whatever field they're in. And you guys recognize this in just a regular nine to five work environment, how you've been around people like that who will backstab and throw you under the bus so fast if they think they can get something out of it. Well, that's the same thing that's going online and it's way worse online because you've got the entire world there. So you've got so many people that can easily criticize. They're often called keyboard warriors in the combat sports field where they would just talk nonstop smack about this, that, and the other. Why? Because it's easy. You don't have to get off the couch and go in the gym and get punched in the face. You can say you can be Mike Tyson right now because he's old and fat and out of shape. You don't have to do it. So it's very easy to go ahead and talk smack, throw shade, and be jealous on people and troll them or whatever the case is and have no repercussions. I had mentioned this before about me and Bruce Buffer, the joke that I'm the troll on him. But what did I say in that podcast? I said, Bruce shouldn't care about my opinion. That's the difference. I'm honest. I said, Bruce should keep announcing styles like it's 1990 for as long as he can get the UFC to pay him. If the UFC is that dumb that they want to pay a dude to announce like a 1990s roller rink DJ, then take the money, bro. Take it. At this point, it's just like a game between me and him. I honestly can't believe he hasn't blocked me. Kudos, Bruce. Kudos. I, I think that's totally awesome. Like, I do have a little more respect for the guy. But for me, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm honest about it, saying Bruce shouldn't care what my opinion is because he's out doing what he wants to do and making money. And I think that's the difference that separates me from a lot of people, not just in the micro niche betting community, but in general, as a lot of people wouldn't look upon themselves and reflect on the things they do that can consider like trolling or being jealous of somebody or something like that. Again, I'm not jealous of Bruce. I would be more on the trolling side if it were in all honesty, simply because Every fight he announces, not every fight, every fight card he announces where he announces a style, I'll post that tweet I talked about saying, hey, this isn't 1990, they're all MMA fighters. But as far as the jealousy aspect goes, some people within my community are jealous. Now, do they need to be? No, I'm telling you guys straight right now, you have no reason to be jealous of me. You have no reason to fear me. I am nothing spectacular. I'm just the dude like you guys are. I just happen to be able to do this for a living where maybe you guys can't do it for a living because whatever your lifestyle is, what your bills are, if you have a family, jobs, I don't know. I get it. Maybe you don't want to do it. Maybe you could, but you just don't want to do it. It's too much time, too much effort, whatever the case is, I am no better than any of you guys. So please don't, don't, don't think that you need to come at me to tear me down to make yourself better. That's not how it works. Tearing me down would not make you better. The same way as me sitting here calling you guys out by name, trying to tear you down would not make me better. It wouldn't make me a better capper. It wouldn't make me a better person. It wouldn't make my social media better. It wouldn't make my YouTube channel better. It wouldn't make the podcast better. 
nothing about there's no benefit in my opinion to doing that so when you're looking at things from your life as well if you're dealing with this jealousy that's projected on you it doesn't matter if it's a, at a nine to five it doesn't matter because maybe you're in better shape than other people uh, that could be physically mentally financially it doesn't matter whatever it is that you're doing that people project hate onto you about, you have to look at that and go, these people are dealing with something in their lives. I know it sucks from a content creator's point of view. So like if you're creating content on YouTube, whether it's digital or it's yourself on Twitch or a product or like I'm doing the podcast or betting, it really doesn't matter. All the subjects across all the different platforms forums to social media to video it doesn't really matter what it is if you're if you're uh, always constantly fielding off hate and people that are jealous and downplaying what you're doing that's probably because they're not doing things in their life that they want to do there probably is a piece of the puzzle missing and I know it's hard for us not to respond in kind. I get the same way. Like for me, it's more flustering. Like, why are you guys doing this? Like, if you like my content, then come on, let's communicate. Let's yeah, let's uh, join each other. Let's try to make money. If you don't like the content, why are you here? But there's some people that are like that. So it's hard from a content creator's aspect to just turn the other cheek and not deal with it and just kind of say, hey, you know, these guys probably have something going on in their lives that are affecting them and this is the way they are. Maybe they were raised that way. Who knows? There could be a million reasons and we may never know why. But I'm just saying for guys that are out, guys and girls that are out there dealing with this and you're pushing out your product, you're pushing out your brand, you're pushing out your content. You just kind of got to go with the flow and try to surround yourself with people who are not going to be jealous about your success. Again, in my opinion, I look at myself as like, as far as in the betting community, people know who I am. I'm not saying that to toot my horn, but I'm saying like my YouTube channel has 25 subscribers. I am nothing. I am literally nothing in the YouTube verse. Like, I don't even know how people find my videos, honestly. So again, I do appreciate it because if you guys are scouring the net, if you haven't su subscribed, I have no idea how you're finding my stuff. I guess my keywords are a-okay, but thank you for actually searching for stuff and clicking that stuff because it amazes me that I'm even a blip on the radar when it comes to YouTube and the content I'm talking about. So again, I really do appreciate that. So anybody else who is going through that, you have to appreciate the people that are surrounding you and showing you love and support. That's why I say love and support. It's not necessarily a love like you have between your family, but they are showing you value. They're showing you support by listening to your stuff, consuming your content, interacting with you. And those are the things you really have to focus on. And I know it's hard because that negative stuff stands out, right? So you have all these nice comments and there's one person on there that says, nobody cares, scrub. Right, I had a comment like that on YouTube. It was a post-fight thought. Took the time to comment, nobody cares, scrub. And I'm like, you took the time to comment that? Thanks for the support. And I mean that. Like, I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, I can't even believe you took the time out of your day to comment that. So that's the way I kind of approach that. So hopefully the way I'm approaching that helps other people approach their issues the same way. Because in all honesty, guys, you're going to want to try to surround yourself with people who are on the same mental wavelength. That's just obvious. Birds of a feather, right? That works for or against. 
And so when you're trying to build your community and push out your content and push out your products, then you want to build yourself a nice community of people. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that they're just buying stuff from you. That could be the case. And if that is the case, then how do you connect with them? Well, you connect with them through your customer service and the things you do for them and the little extra steps you take. That's a way you can build that kind of relationship as well. The micro niche community I'm talking about with betting is a little closer because we been around with each other for decades upon decades so hopefully any of the guys who haven't been pleased with what I'm pushing out or haven't been happy with my attitude or whatever it is that I'm displeasing you guys with hopefully you get on board like I said we were all on board at one time I know we could get there again I'm hoping to bring in more and more people that are via the podcast and then social media and I'll see what's going on with the forum right now I'm leaving that locked and that's the way it is uh, for now but hopefully it builds and builds and builds and we can get back on this train of everybody's on the same page. Everybody's working together. Everybody's trying to beat the books. Everybody's trying to make money. Everybody's trying to be basically lighthearted, enjoy conversations about the sport, go back and forth and just interact because really, I mean, you are taking time out, right? So I'm taking time out to do the podcast. I'm taking time out every weekend, six, seven, eight, nine, man, sometimes it's 20 hours I'm up there over the course of weekends, depending on uh, MMA fights, boxing fights, when they come on, how long they stay on. And I'm trying to communicate with everybody and do my part. But like I said, I enjoy that. So hopefully I'm going to surround myself with people that also enjoy that. And we don't always have to agree. I always say this, but I want to make sure everybody understands. I'm not asking for people to follow me, subscribe to me, just because I want them to agree with me. That's not the point. But what do I want from them? I want them to provide value. I want them to interact with me. I want them to be on the same wavelength that I'm on. And what is that? Well, I was talking about we're trying to build wealth. We're trying to build a community of like-minded people. We're trying to have uh, respectful conversations about combat sports and outcomes and stuff like that. We're trying to help each other with problems or help each other grow. Like I mentioned about Big. Big could message me. He could call me up right now and ask me for my help personally, IRL, in real life. And I would do everything I could to help the guy out. I would. So big, if you're listening, I hope you know that you're my boy. I just, I mentioned you in this podcast. I hope you don't get pissed at me since I didn't tell big, I was going to do this. Oh, sorry, big. Um, but those are the type of people that you can find cause they're out there and you can build relationships like that. This isn't 1990 anymore. This isn't the 1800s, right? You build relationships a different way. Now we have this awesome technology called the internet and it allows you to connect with a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Now, The minefield is there with the negative people, the Debbie Downers, the people that want to pull you down. And that's basically what I'm talking about here is you have to navigate. Can you turn some of those minds around? Can you disarm them? Yes, I truly believe you can. I've done it personally when I took that community of people that were always back and forth at at each other's throats, brought them over, and people got on the same page because they knew they had to get on the same page to get the value. And that worked and it worked well. So whatever field that you're in, you are able to do that. Whether it's you start out with a small group and it 
and it grows. And then as people come in and they try to be negative and try to bring things down or bring people down or personal attacks, that type of stuff, then you can, as a group, come together and say, hey, you know, we appreciate your knowledge. We appreciate that you contribute, but can you cool it on this? We don't usually, you know, let things slide like that. We're trying to be positive here. And I think that helps build a community of positive people that are on the same page trying to accomplish similar goals. And then it scoots out. It gets rid of the people that don't want to play the game the same way. And so as a person that's trying to create value and push content, I think that's a valuable skill to have. And if you do have that and you guys have um, resources or you guys have knowledge about how you're handling it, let me know. You can always hit me up on Twitter. It doesn't always have to be about fights, guys. I told you. The way that I'm able to do this in real life with betting, to me, is a mindset thing that I'm always talking about with that mental switch. That's why I talk about wealth, happiness, this type of positivity, because I believe it all goes together. And it doesn't matter to me if you guys are not professional bettors. If you're not a professional better and you're listening to this, you can still follow Follow me. I'm hoping that at some point I'm putting out value that you will find interesting enough that you'll subscribe or listen to me. And then maybe later on, you'll provide me with value that I would have never thought of. Maybe you have knowledge in a different field that I don't. And that's what I'm saying. If you guys have knowledge on this or how you deal with stuff, maybe you have a hundred thousand. YouTube subscribers. You can tell me way better the stuff that you go through and how you've dealt with the Debbie Downers and the negativity because people find your success threatening or they want to be in your field so you're automatically a threat or you're a quote unquote expert. So these type of things where people are automatically going to throw shade because obviously something's missing in their life and you're doing well in yours. And that goes back to the whole Instagram idea as well, where people are portraying their lives as something they're not, where they're taking pictures like they wake up in a five-star hotel every single day, and that's not really the case. They're renting Airbnbs and stuff like that. So there's a lot of people out there that have this idea that whatever you're projecting, whatever you're talking about, it has to be some type of scam or some, you know, they're not really trustworthy on that. And so that's another mind-filled, legitimate people like we are have to navigate because there's always going to be naysayers out there. Now, can you flip them? I think you can. But if you can't, then they really provide no value and you're not providing value to them. So there's no reason to keep that relationship going. And that's where the cool features of block and mute and all that stuff, even on YouTube come in handy where you can just try to keep that out of your life. Because again, you don't want that virus infecting yourself or infecting your community or infecting you in real life, which sounds crazy, but it does because tech and internet and all these communications and relationships you build online are really connected to you in real life. Like these are emotions going on. That's why people get crazy about viral posts and how many people retweet and why isn't nobody commenting. So the, the, separation between internet and real life is pretty much blurred now. Like I consider it one giant thing. Like it's combined together. It's all mixed together. So the interactions you have online can affect you in real life. It can affect you positively or it can affect you negatively. So that's another thing we have to worry about because there's no there's no wall there. It's just combined. Everything is blurred together. So if you're getting hate and shade and feeling shitty online, then that can 
just translate right into when you get off the computer and you're going about your daily business in real life as well. So if you guys go through this or you are going through this or you've just started experiencing it or you've got a lot of experience in it and you could tell me your experiences, hit me up. And if you guys are out there dealing with this yourselves or maybe you're the ones that are putting it on other people, maybe you can just stop for a second, reflect on why you're pushing shade on somebody or being negative towards somebody and who knows maybe something in your life will change but let me know let me know how you guys deal with this stuff and how you get through it and the things that you think work and the things you think don't work that's it for this episode of fight junkie i will sock it to you tomorrow baby fight junkie out